did the intro. What do you mean both? Welcome to Multiclass Theater, the role-playing podcast with class. I'm your boy, Mist on the River, doing this again because apparently we have two interludes before Season 4 kicks off. Alright, disclaimers. We use Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition because Wizards of the Coast is super cool about letting free podcasts like us use their system. There's a lot of fantasy monster fighting and danger and swears and things like that, so use your judgment. Anyway. In our last episode, we were basically bumming around New Edgerton having kicked the shit out of Season 3's boss. But gods forbid that anyone should recognize how much stronger the island is by working together, because the asshole birds made an immediate power play against their recent allies, the witches, and us, led by the awesome and OP Witch Queen Anka. Somehow this pissing contest evolved to a point where the governance of the entire Shrouded Isle now hinges on the outcome of a single game of Scully. Kinda like fantasy rugby? You'll see. In which we all get to participate. Oh, and Rotan and Silway helped this kid pass his thesis defense after we kinda sorta literally killed his research specimens. I didn't get to be a part of that for some reason. The defense, I mean. I absolutely was there for the other thing. Uh, Alright, is that enough? Can we start the show? Enjoy multi-class theater. The six of you stand around the college green. Around you, students hustle and bustle on their way to classes. Perhaps they're done. They travel in small packs, whispering furiously amongst themselves. You notice many eyes cast in your direction. You see a few giggles, a few people pointing. They've never seen a Tabashi before. Never seen a gnome before. And they definitely have never seen a witch before. Philip sits next to the hedge. He's nervous. And he points towards the other side of the campus. He doesn't seem inclined to move. He's too nervous to find out the results of his defense. The group of you take your leave of him. You cross the diag, pass through some hedges, pass an outdoor cafe. Students are filling nearly every table. A slender, pale-skinned tiefling plays a lute. The sound is gorgeous. His voice is transcendent. You see many of the students gathered at his feet, male and female alike, enraptured, in awe of his showing, of his talent. But you don't have time for those kind of follies. You have other more pressing follies to attend to. Beyond the cafe, down a hill, you see a small compound of buildings at the center of which is what looks like an athletic field of sorts, or half of an athletic field. You see a small circular pipe sticking up from the ground. And at the far end, about 150 feet away from it, you see 
an intricate bronze net. It almost appears to be a web made of, made of brass and clambering all over this net, hanging from the pipes, swinging from side to side, is a brass construct spider. Running up and down this athletic field, you see a group of three students, wizards possibly, and a tall, bald woman with broad shoulders yelling at them from the sideline. You see one of the wizards taking a ball-like object, running up the side of the field, throwing it across the field. The spider goes to try to block it, but the ball moves in midair, just out of its reach and into the net. You hear a loud, shrill sound, like a whistle, emanate from the woman, though she doesn't appear to move. And then she screams out, Okay, yeah, that's all for today. Same time tomorrow. How tall is Gretel? Gretel is close to probably six and a half feet tall. She's a Korok, isn't she? (laughs) No, she's not. Not intentionally. But her voice may change because that's not the voice I wanted to do or had in mind, but you know. She's barely for Vonkel originally. It's canon. This looks to be our person. I would bet money on it. Well, yeah, she she does look like her picture. So, are we sure that spider from the forest was actually trying to kill us? Maybe it was just asking for a pickup game. Tell us we were off sides. <laughs> well, whatever it wanted, we definitely won. All right, who's the party face here? Someone's got to go talk to Gretel. Yeah, you're all just standing on top of this hill. The sun is starting to go down in the eastern sky in front of you. The clouds are turning orange purple, pink, and red. It's a gorgeous sight. Well, I suppose we should go down the hill and go talk to her. If you want to tag along. Be a weird conversation. Let's go seek assistance. Perhaps this person can whip us into shape and make us stand a fighting chance in this scully. Oh, I'm sure it happens all the time. Is that why we want her autograph? I will admit, of course, that I did tell a little bit of a fib as I know you don't actually know who she is, but I've heard that with people um, with some sort of, you know, celebrity, they really like being adored and and loved, and, and I thought, oh. who better to adore and love than Roton? I don't think anyone else in this group is really that good at that, you know? Oh. So why don't we... You know, spit spot, put your best foot forward, Roton, and and um, let's um, butter her up a little bit, yes? I'm not sure how butter will help the situation, but, uh, yes, I mean, I we could certainly talk to, to her. Yes, I, I do think that, that you sell yourself short, though, Winley. How's that? Let's go talk to her. What do you mean I sell myself short, Roton? I, I, I'm actually quite offended by that phrase. As you could probably understand why. No, I do not understand why. Yes, well. <laughs> it's because she's short, Rotan. <laughs> you, you called her short. Woo! You, you really went for it, didn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. You did really you did, did you were expecting some tact? You did that. I'm sorry. Is there something <laughs> you're wrong? You were expecting tact from Silway. Yeah, is funny. there something wrong with being short? <laughs> I think it's time to move. For everyone to move towards our goal instead of talking about my height and instead of telling me I'm selling myself short. Actually, 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 before we move, 
What, do you, what did you mean at the beginning, that I'm selling myself short? Well, what I meant is that I, I think you could be uh, really charming and sweet when, when you want to be, yes. I think we all can be sweet and charming when we want to. Yes. No, not all of us. Now, now Silway is selling herself short. Well, this isn't a marketplace. No one's selling themselves. So why don't we just uh, keep moving um, and um, talk to uh, Miss Gretel. As you move down the hill... You see Gretel is standing there with this ball in her arm. And you see her wave her hand. And there appears, about 20 feet away from her, an enormous glowing hand. Similar to Mage Hand, but much, much bigger. Bigger than you've ever seen. And you see her take the ball, throw it to the hand, which catches it. And then the two of them begin to move their way down the field throwing the skull back and forth as they go towards the net. And as they get right to the net, you see her throw the skull to the hand, which turns itself into a giant fist and then punches it into the back of the net on the other side of the spider. All right, now that's a spell I need to learn. Well done. Well done. Wonderful. Yes. She turns around surprised, and as she does so, the spell vanishes. Who are you? Oh. Sorry, um, was just admiring your technique, um... Practice is supposed to be closed. Um, ah. Ah. Yes, of course. Um, we knew that, of course, uh, being big fans of the game. Um, but I, I could not, we could not help but, but admire the, 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 um, the, 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 the talent, the skill. Um, and I had to stop and watch. That, that was brilliant. What do you call that maneuver? Desmond, give me a... <laughs> I want to say persuasion... Like, it's almost a charm check. Buttering. Uh, Roll the butter up. <laughs> butter up. Uh, 15. Oh, well, that's, that, um, I don't have a name for the sort of, uh, I guess you could say, um, play it. Kind of working on it. Uh, it's called the Arcane Hand. I don't, that's the name of the spell, anyway. Arcane. I think it worked. I mean be different with defenders, but seems like it'd be pretty clever. Yes, agreed. Completely looked to be very in, uh, effective indeed. The arcane hand. I'll have to make a note of that. A very arcane hand. Yes. That's a great spell. Just kind of found it. It's an evocation spell. Don't do many evocation, but this one felt right. Found it in the library. Hmm. You know, people don't think you have to do a lot of library work if you're a scully player, but... I find that it helps quite a lot. Yes. Interesting, interesting. That and... So who are all you? What are you doing here? Oh, yes, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm Desmond. Nice to meet you. You're not like... Well, hold on. You, you couldn't be spies from... From, like, another team, could you? I mean, that would be... That wouldn't be fair at all. You observe in our practice. How'd you ever even get on to the college grounds... Uh, walked? I walked. Oh, but there's guards. Okay, so you're Desmond. Who are you? Uh, Mist on the River. Mist on the... Okay, so are you like... Who are you? Like, why are you here? Oh, uh, so you know how the, uh, like, the skies all of a sudden got brighter about a month ago? Yeah, I, I think I noticed that. Yeah, you that know, w- it's kind of hard to... Yeah, yeah well, no, I was just making sure. Uh, that was us. That was, uh, that was us. That was you. You yep. you did this to the sky. Yep. 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 Uh. Yep. You're you're welcome. 
uh, that's not, we're not here about that. Um, we're just asking who we are. We are the ones who dethroned. I'm here for a thank you. Start. No. Is that why you're here? No, no, but we are looking for help. And I'm here for your autograph, I think. Don't, don't mind him. Um, Rotan, give me, uh, also a, just give me a charisma check. A charisma ah. check. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me a charisma roll. I've got some of that. 18. You know, I don't really normally go in for groupies, but you're kind of cute. Oh. I mean, I don't know, you know, you're look, you're, you're, you are rather young, but you know, what are you doing later? Oh, I, I, I don't know. What, what are we doing later? <laughs> Practicing Scully. No, not what are they doing. What are you doing later? I'm doing what they're doing later. Unless they tell me otherwise. And who are you? Ah, I am Rotan. And she looks at you. She looks... Oh. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to you, dressed in all black. I mean, you're lovely, but why are you hanging out with this lot? My name is Anka Kosovo. I am... I suppose you could say I am the queen of the witches from High Moon. And they are here to help me, actually. And we are in need of your assistance. Lord Spittle, what are you doing? Witches from High Moon. Okay, so what do you want with me? What is this about? You you want, you want, don't want an autograph. You didn't come all the way down here for an autograph. Well, perhaps he does want an autograph. Or more, and she winks. But... <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be okay with more, but, you know... <laughs> Two autographs! I seem to be in a bit of a predicament. You see, the fate of the island has come down to a game of Scully because Akrataki insists that this is the only way to do diplomacy. So I have quite a lot riding on this. I need to win in the game against him. Have you played before? No. Okay, so you bet the fate of the island on... A game you've never played before. I did not bet the fate of the island. He bet the fate of the island, and I am merely oh, seeing did. through his bet. What kind of man? One that has no business ruling the island, which is exactly as he would want. He's one of those bird people, isn't he? Yes. I swear. You know what they say about bird brains? I think it's pretty true. I am very inclined to agree with you, but I will deny ever having said that. So you all want to learn how to play Scully. Yep, that's the that's the size of it. We need to learn how to beat this man at Scully. Well, don't so um. And she looks around the group of you appraisingly. So how are how are you with magic? I start levitating twenty feet off the ground. Okay, so th- that's one with the magic. What about you, the big sword and the fancy armor? Oh, oh me! I I know a little bit. And what about you, dear? And she looks at you, Winley. about my temper, you see. It's quite hard to hold it in sometimes. That can be used for your advantage, both as a way to get under the other team's skin, and also, you know, there's a place for... See, the thing about Scully is most violence and other things is illegal, but it's not so much illegal, it's, it's how you apply it and how you tactfully engage in it in a way that you don't sort of draw the eye of the referee or like permanently hurt someone because you know you don't want to do that this is a game mm, yeah but you could short short term 
hurt someone, yes? Well, no, you'll, you'll get the penalty for that and you'll, you'll end up in the box and then your team is shorthanded and, and you stay there. It doesn't matter. You don't get out of the box or unfrozen. You, you're there until your penalty is done. So you don't want to like, I don't know. You'll like to avoid it if you could. What if you kill someone? Is that a penalty too? I, yeah, that's a penalty. You don't want to do that. You don't want to kill anyone. You don't want to maim anyone. You don't want to blind anyone. It's it's a gameplay for fun. I mean, at the end of the day, right? I mean, I understand your stakes are very high, but it's still a gameplay for fun. But injuring people is fun. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I see where we are here. Well... Let me let me see what you can do. So the idea here is to just take this ball, and she holds up the scully ball, and you see it's about the size of a bowling ball, maybe slightly bigger than a normal human skull. And there's indentations where the eyes would be, an indentation where the nose would be, and an indentation where the mouth would be. But it's not a true skull. It's more of a sort of symbolic-looking skull. And she takes it and she tosses it to Rotan. Okay, do I have to roll the catch? You don't have to roll to okay. catch it because she's right in front of you and she tosses it to you. And you catch it and you realize it's heavier than you think it is. Oh. It, it feels like it's about a, a nine-pound bowling ball. Okay, so you see here, that's the scully. Your job is to put it through that goal and to prevent your opponent from putting it through your goal. You see that little spidery critter scampering up all over the net? Yes. That's the goalkeeper. You need to get it past him. All right. So Rotan will throw the scully. Rotan, you are currently about, we'll say, 60 feet away from the goal. Okay, cool. So are you going to try to throw it at the net? Yeah, yeah, he's going to try to throw it at the net. Okay, give me a roll at disadvantage. Okay, uh, that's going to be a nine with disadvantage. You throw the scully, and it makes it about three quarters of the way to the net and then just falls on the ground with a thud and just sits there in the grass. Cool. Okay, so you may want to get closer next time. That could be a little helpful. And also, the idea is you pass to your teammates and you can use magic, as you saw me using magic with the hand, to try to get it in. Yes, this is why we are in need of a coach. Okay, we're going to do some practice here. All of you are about 10 feet apart uh, Silway has the skull. You're currently about 50 feet away from the net. What are you going to do? You set up the nine-pound rock. Yes. All right. Well, then she's got her invisible mage hand, and that is what she's using to hold the, the skull. Okay. And she will move her 30 feet. Are we in a like, combat round, like 30 feet per round? 30 feet per round, unless you're going to dash. Silway's getting going to get fancy here, actually. Let me... She's holding the skull with her mage hand. She's also going to cast Minor Illusion to create a skull in her other hand. And then she will dash towards the, the, the spider and then throw one of the skulls, unclear which one, uh, to a teammate, whoever's nearby. If you're dashing towards the net, Akka would be the closest. 30 feet. And then she will toss one of the skulls to Anka. Let's say it's the real one. All right. So now the real one is on Anka. Anka has the real one. Silway has the fake one. Anka. You have the skull. Okay, does the spider look like it's paying more attention to Silway or Yes, yes it does. It appears like it is focused on Silway. Alright. Uh I think Anka's just gonna blitz forward as quickly as she can because that's gonna put her like right up on that goal. 
and see if we can't toss this here skull. Okay, so because the spider is distracted, you can make a shot on goal with advantage. Oh, well, that's a 22, so... Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) The spider is intently focused on Silway, waving its arms, expecting the shot at any time. So Anka's going to grab that skull and fly forward. She's not going to bother running or anything. As soon as it's clear that she has a little bit better of of a shot, she's going to flip herself around so she gets a little extra momentum as she hucks the skull through the goal. Okay, you throw the skull through the goal, and as it crosses an imaginary line, you hear a loud horn sound across the field. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's very good. Your first time, you say. That was excellent. I like that bit of illusion on the spider. That's so clever thinking. I wasn't sure if it would work. Okay, so let's try. Let's try someone else. Who wants to go now? How about you, Mr. Cat? Well, I mean, she literally just did the thing that I had suggested before we started recording. So I need a second to <laughs> rethink <you>? myself. <laughs> it's my idea. It's just, we're on record with that. Fine, give me the ball. Skull, it's the whatever. Skully. <laughs> Mist, you have the skull. You are about 10, 20, 30, 40. You're about 60 feet away again. Sweet. As soon as Mist has the skull, he vanishes from sight. With the old invisibility. You see Mist vanish from sight. However, the Scully does not vanish. So you see the Scully sitting there floating in midair. Well, that's fucking annoying. (laughs) It's very clever, Mist. Now no one can see you. (laughs) (laughs) I should have mentioned that. The Scully can't be manipulated in any way. I mean, you can make an illusion. You can make a second Scully. But the Scully itself... It's pretty impervious to most magics. Wonderful. Just going to scratch off another set of spells that aren't useful here. Mist is going to take off using his feline agility and clear the 60 feet to the goal. Okay. And without entering into the goal, try and plant the skull at point blank range. Like on the ground or? Like get as close as he physically can to the goal using his speed to and make it make it very difficult for the spider basically the scully equivalent of slam dunking am i rolling here what's the you are rolling let's see so whatever plus eight fuck no it's nine? okay we're just getting it out in practice that's nine all. to <laughs> nine you leap forward to the threshold of the goal and you have the scully in one hand looking to pivot and slam it home when the spider reaches out and punches you straight in the face. And you're so startled by this that you drop the scully at your feet. Probably should have mentioned that too. If you get too close to them, they have a habit of, like, you know, they like to punch. Yeah, I can see that. Thanks for the warning. Since you can punch us, can we punch you? No, that's a penalty. You can't touch the goalkeeper, nor can you manipulate it in any way. You could do whatever you want to the other team, but you can't do anything to the goalkeeper. It used to be that we had, back in the old days, they had a, a person who was the keeper. But that person got abused so much that no one wanted to play a keeper. One person even got banished to, to the Chateau Realm. They never found them. What, what was that person's name? Was was <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say... origin story. <laughs> <laughs> It's all coming back together. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta close that loop. 
<laughs> Nobody left. Mist, uh, Mist angrily shakes a bit of uh, ethereal energy off of his hands as though he were just about to Eldritch Blast the damn spider before being told not to. You see the scully levitate, and it comes back out, and it's hovering right in front of you, Winley. I suppose it's my turn. So Winley casts Mage Hand as well, because if you think about it, Winley weighs 30 pounds. This ball weighs 9 pounds. That is a pound below a third of your body weight. So Mage Hand will always be a part of Winley through this whole game, or she won't get far. Or she could um, just be really jacked. Like, we don't know. But she's not. No, fair enough. She's, she's really not. Winley is going to dash pretty much right up to Mist, and then Winley is going to cast uh, Prestidigitation. There's going to be like a like a shower of sparks that seem like they're coming out of her head. So she's going to start screaming, "Oh gosh, gosh, it's caught on fire! It's caught on fire!" In hopes that the spider is like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then Winley will pass the Scully to Mist to redeem himself in hopes of actually getting it in the net. And thanks for phrasing it that way, too. <laughs> I'm here to please. The spider seems enthralled with whatever you're doing, Winley. Okay. So I'd like you to roll a 1d20 mm-hmm. for your pass. 19. Okay. Mist, you can shoot with advantage as she sets you up with an alley-oop. Hmm. Uh, 21. All right, why don't you tell me what that looks like? As the spider kind of drifts to the side, and Winley's mage hand kind of Patrick Mahomes-style no-look slings it over to Mist, Mist barely has a paw on it before just slamming it straight uh, into the net, almost like a ricochet, just off of the cat and into the net. And once again, you hear the horn. Touch that motherfucker. (laughs) Teamwork makes the dream work. Doesn't it, Mist? That was actually a good play. I like that. We're going to put that in the playbook. No, that was very good. You see, that's that's what you want to do. It's much easier to pass the ball around the pitch as opposed to try to get everything in yourself. Because in addition to the keeper, you're going to have an opposing team to deal with. The Scully levitates out the ground and goes to Desmond. Oh, yes. Yes. Here we go. Uh, so Desmond uh, takes this thing and... and uh... So I'm going to go 30 feet. So I can move, I could cast a spell and pass, or is that too many things? No, you could do that, because passing is a bonus action. Okay, so I want to cast Daylight towards the spider, and just try and, like, blind him with with sun. Like, I want to shoot the ray of sunlight down into this thing's face. He blinded me with sunlight. Blinded him with sunlight. The spider seems confused. Silway, ah, heads up! And then I'm going to try and pass it to uh, to Silway. Okay, that is a completion. Silway, you now have the Scully. So she is holding it with her mage hand. Um, that's going to be her go-to method of playing this game, is mage handing the skull around. You know, she's just going to whip it straight into the, the net. Roll to see if you score. She rolled a 19. You score. Tell me what that looks like. Skull comes flying straight at her. She uses her invisible mage hand to grab it and then spin and keep the momentum going like a rocket orbiting a planet. And then spin and... and Slides it into the goal, straight past the, the spider, who's amazed by her razzle-dazzle move. Razzle-dazzle! <clears throat> Sorry. The spider dives at the scully and is unable to stop it as it skips into the goal. And once again, the horn sounds. This game is easy. 
should with no problem. And the scully floats back up to Rotan. Looks like it's your turn, hot stuff. And Gretel comes forward and stands in the center. Not quite of the goal, but in the defensive area. Let's see what you can do. All right. Rotan will um will start running towards the goal. And then uh, as he gets to the goal, he's going to yell at the spider, Oh, what's that? And he's going to point <laughs> off <laughs> out of the stadium up in the sky. And then, uh, and then pass to uh, Gretel. That's a 19 to pass. You yell, what's that up in the sky? The spider looks skyward. <laughs> You're about to pass when Gretel reaches out and grabs you with her gloved hand. And you feel a surge of electricity course through your body. And you are frozen. And the scully falls at your feet. And while you're standing there frozen, she turns to the rest of you and holds up her glove. This here's a scully glove. Don't know if you've seen one before, but it helps you carry and catch the scully. It also, every so often, once a turn to be exact, allows you to, well, to kind of shock your opponent. As you can see, and you look over at Rotan, and he is frozen exactly in place, in mid-pass, as if he was part or suffering from a hold person spell. But you can only do it every so often, so you got to be careful. And only use it when you absolutely have to. Does that make sense? So does he stuck like that now? It'll wear off. So he walks over and pokes Rotan a few times. Um, Miss Gretel, um... You've done a wonderful thing. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. And um, beautiful yeah. work. How long is he like that? How long will he stay? It doesn't matter. <laughs> so he tries to tip him over like a cow. <laughs> Either uh, six so seconds wait, give or... Me a, uh, give me a counting. cow tipping check. <laughs> six I'll seconds check. or this moment in time. <laughs> Actually, if are you going to do that... Yeah. So wait, are you going to tip him? Yeah, she's curious if it works. <laughs> okay, give me a give me an athletics check with advantage. Ah, good. Okay, so it was a 13 on the first roll. Ha <laughs> 20 on the second roll. So how do you do it? Do you just casually just kind of one-handed, like, push, or do you, like, run into him with the shoulder, or...? She's kind of prodding him with the finger, like, making sure he won't move, and then she sort of, like, just keeps the finger on him and finds the right angle where he's not braced to the back and... Pushes with just enough strength to knock him over. All right, so you're casually poking at him, poking, prodding, and then you just kind of shove. And Rotan, being in mid-pass, is not exactly balanced, nor is he capable of bracing himself. And he topples over onto the grass field. As he does so, he wakes. He's unfrozen. And Rotan, you snap out of your spell and find yourself in free fall towards the ground all right i'll give you an athletics check or acrobatics but i'm guessing athletics is going to be it to try to catch yourself okay uh 24 so uh, you shove him as you shove him it breaks the spell and rotan you're falling forward and you just put your arms out in front of you and you catch yourself does does he do like a, a push-up back to standing <laughs> that's what i was thinking yeah, okay. you do a push-up whoa what happened there? Oh, Rotan, be careful. Be careful. You, you, you were unbalanced and tipped over. Here, let me help you back up. As you can see, if you make contact with him, you break the spell. What spell? Your opponent is unfrozen, so it's a good idea to 
if you do freeze them, to just leave them be. His accent is somewhere between Irish and Scottish and wanders back and forth between the two. I like it. There, that's the important Chim, chim, chiru. Chiri. It's not that bad. (laughs) No, it's not. It's nowhere near that bad. And I love that. I I love the role he plays. Uh, No, he's great. He's he's great. How do you know? That's maybe just the way he talks. (laughs) Sure. That must be it. Yeah. Any other questions? Uh, Who will be... uh, Refing? Is that the term? Good question. Probably one of the, uh, you know, the Scully officials. Don't know which one. There's about five or six of them. Some are more strict than others. I see. Would you say they have high wisdom scores? By any, you know, just curiosity. Some are smarter than others. Some have a different philosophy. Some believe that to let the players play, and then others are like to call every little infraction. Really depends who you get. Hmm. I think we're ready. We just scored three goals. No problem. Let's let's do it. Just so you know, you're going to have a team against you who can try to block your shots and can, like, cast counter spells. Yeah, but they're birds. Yeah, which means they're probably going to fly. So you best think about how you're going to stop that. I have a question. If a bird is frozen in mid-flight, what happens to them? I'd imagine they'd fall to the ground. Oh. Ouch. I mean... Not many of us can fly. Some people do. You know, it's useful every now and again, but it's fairly limited. We're not told, like... And she gives Anka a pointed look. We all can't just fly. Not like the birds. Not like the witches. What what if um, you freeze one of the birds in the air, and then they fall and, I don't know, fracture their spleen or their spine or something? (laughs) Is that our fault? Since that wasn't, like, direct answer. No, no, no. If, if you get injured playing the game, like you break your leg or something, no, that's that's part of the game. So that's in... You just can't so, do any, like, direct damaging oh. spells. You couldn't cast a spell that breaks their leg. Oh, so... But that we, wouldn't be good. But we could do indirect damage. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I do. Oh, Sue Oh, now yes. we have something going. This is the plan. Okay. So if I hit one of them with my sword, and the sword is doing the no, damage, no, that would be no, that would be direct damage. That you, you can't do that. In fact, I they're not even going to let you bring your your weapons out onto the the pitch. It seems rather arbitrary. Nor can you bring any magic items. So if you're thinking that you're going to use something to kind of give you advantage or in some way, they're going to make you. Leave all that in the locker room. So no water elementals, for example. I was just thinking that. No, I can't summon anything. Can't use any familiars. Hmm. There goes my strategy. I kid. I kid, of course. I wish you luck. Seem to have good heads on your shoulders. Seem to be fairly creative. Miss Gretel, um, could we, um, before we play, could we get your autograph? Sort of what we also came here for. Well, Roton. <laughs> I mean, sure, I, I guess. Um, uh, yes. You have some paper. Oh, yes, of yes. course. Why am I asking for this? <laughs> oh, Roton, don't hide your feelings. We know you have them. And um, she points to Roton's foot. Roton, lift your foot. Please. Um, uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> yes. 
And on the bottom of his shoe, you see in painted, <laughs> painted red, I love Gretel on the bottom of his shoe. It says, I love Gretel. And it's really like, looks kind of messy, but it kind of looks like reddish paint blood on the bottom of a ton shoe. <laughs> I love Gretel in dripping blood font. Red, reddish paint blood. <laughs> Gretel is... A very strong, very fierce, very powerful looking woman. But when she sees this, you see her blush. And the blush almost seems to rise from her cheeks up into her head. Like her whole head is turned. Okay, she's an anime character. Her whole <laughs> head is turning red. <laughs> Does one of her legs go back? (laughs) (laughs) Folded at the knee all the way up. How many highlights does she have in her eyes? (laughs) So, okay. And she takes the piece of paper. And then you see a quill almost materialize out of the air and signs her name on its own. Don't know what you want with that, but there you go. Oh, thank you. If you want that drink... As soon as I clean up around here, you know. Do it, Rotan. Go get the drink. Oh, yes! A drink. drink. Okay. Uh, Shall we make, uh, meet at the, um, shall we meet at the unmade bed? (laughs) Oh, that sounds great. It's a perfect date location. (laughs) All my friends are there. I knew it made their bed. (laughs) We're never going to get to the game, are we? They never get off this island. (laughs) When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? She gathers the scully up. She waves her hand. And you watch as the spider folds itself up into the net itself. Looking as if it almost becomes a part of it. That's cool. And then she turns around and walks towards one of the low buildings. You spend the night at the unmade bed, drinking, relaxing, spending time with those you care for. Winley, you're curled up in the corner with Gruber and Cashew. Rotan, you have a very uncomfortable night, fending off Gretel's advances. Is it uncomfortable for him? I think so. Really? Okay. Because, well, I mean... Based on, uh, you know, history and how he handles people oh, yeah. hitting on him. Yeah. I'm just not you sure know, he knows I, I, what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's awkward and um, eventually Gretel realizes that it ain't going to happen. And she bids you farewell and says she'll see you in the morning. and She's rooting for you. Francis is very excited. He cannot wait for the morning to come. He cannot wait for the match to start. He spends much of the evening regaling you with tales of various matches and various plays, and most of it you just don't understand. But you listen politely, and after all, he is giving you your rooms for free. The morning comes, and it is a bright and brilliant blue sky that greets you the following morning. Francis, 
closes down the inn, and he leads you across the town into the Reborn Quarter towards the stadium. To say the Reborn Quarter is to run down wouldn't do it justice. It looks almost destroyed. Houses on their last legs threatening to fall over. Piles of rubble. Refuse everywhere. You wonder how anybody could live in such squalor. And then you see, emerging from the rubble, emerging from doors, cellars, people. Reborn. Families even. Even small children. Walking together, hand in hand. Towards a large stadium which rises from the center of the district. Flags wave from the top of the stadium. As you get closer, you begin to hear the crowd chanting, singing, laughing. Francis leads you to a side gate, to a passage beneath the stadium. And you find yourselves in a small room. There are various cubbies, Lockers, if you will, lining the walls. Ahead of you is a wide passage which gently slants upwards towards bright light. Here we are. Gotta leave your magic items here. There's a detector at the end of the hall. It's gonna... It rings, sets off an alarm if uh, you don't remove everything. So... Oh, yeah. I'd kind of take that off if I were you. Sight, like to play fair and square. Kind of the way the game's supposed to be played. I'm a purist, mind you. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I've got faith in you today. And he smiles broadly. As if by being here with you is fulfilling a lifelong dream for him. So, do you remove all of your magic items? Yeah, Desmond will take the conch. Just set the conch down on the table. Don't worry about it. I'll keep watch over him. Nobody's going to steal anything. So don't worry about it. Uh, Winley will take off her pack. And um, uh, So, as you see my eye here, obviously I can't take that out. Or if I did, it would really hurt. So I think this is fine, isn't it? Guess we're going to have to get a special dips- dispensation for that, but should be okay. Okay, great. You do that. And Francis wanders up the tunnel. And he fetches a large, very broad, very strong-looking orc. He's so broad and so strong, it's as if he can't even put his arms down. He's a very imposing figure. And he leans down over you, Winley. He looks you straight into your emerald eye. And says... Okay, that'll do. You can keep that. I, I, I like your energy. I really do. Oh, that's very sweet of you. I'm very excited to be in the match today. It's my first one. We, we can't wait to see you on the field. Okay, see you there. And he turns around and slowly lumbers back up the ramp. Not to be judgy, but I really didn't see it going that way. <laughs> I, I feel much better. 
<laughs> Mist, Silway, do you remove your magic items? <laughs> now we get over to the side the deck. I'm not sure where we're going here. <laughs> the actual question. <laughs> You, you wouldn't part an old cat from his walking stick, would you? Uh, I think Mist is in his head calculating the possible consequences of keeping the magic items and getting busted with them against the fact that they're playing really for Anka and decides that the best course of action in this case is to start stripping magic items off if any harm comes to these items especially this bag I come for you God with my life and now Silway Silway pulls out the necrotic dagger and holds it up and says if anyone takes this dagger you two will stab them and then it will drain their life just so you know and she hands it over, and then she pulls the Asetian dagger off of her hip. And then she pulls two daggers from her left thigh and places them on the table. She pulls two daggers off her right thigh, places them on the table. And then she pulls off her, her ring and takes off her boots and sets them all on the table. Hmm. So she is now barefoot, apparently. <laughs> Anka, I don't believe, has anything, does she? Well, she has her tattoo, but we can't remove that. Yeah, I can't. I'd prefer not to remove that. Uh, <laughs> she does have a ring that she will take off and leave with Francis. Rotan. Yeah. You hear in your head. Are you going to leave me? Um. Oh, oh. He turns to Francis. Hold on a moment. And then he, like, <laughs> turns his back to Francis. And he's like, I. I. I mean, I, I think it's just for a little bit. Can I kill him? Really? I mean, he's already dead, technically. <laughs> I think. I will wait. Oh, that's very sweet of you. <laughs> so he turns around, draws out this giant <laughs> two-handed sword, puts it on the table. And then he um, kind of quizzically, like, pulls off a ring and like takes a circlet off of his head and he says now these are supposed to be magic but they've never actually worked so I don't know if I need to turn these in or not. Better safe than sorry? Uh, Fair enough, fair enough. So you've all removed everything that... Quick amendment Um, Mist is taking one thing from the uh, bag of holding that he will not allow out of his sight or off of his person. I was wondering about that. Because I, I think I think he's just I think he is just too certainly I am and I'm controlling him, so we are collectively, me and the cat, both way too nervous about letting that thing get too far away from us. <laughs> the group of you walk up the ramp. And you walk through an arch that seems to be Glowing ever so slightly. Mist, you're the last to walk up the ramp. And as you proceed to cross the threshold of the arch, you almost brace yourself, unsure of what's going to happen. But as you pass through, nothing does. There's no alarm. The orc does not return. Whether the shard obscured itself or whether the arch failed, you have no idea. I think the shard is stronger than the arch. I half expected the thing to explode. 
itself. The group of you reach the top of the ramp and find yourself at a closed portcullis, beyond which you see bright daylight and the finely manicured pitch of the Scully Field. Above you, the arena almost seems to shake, as if every member, every resident of New Edgerton is here to watch this match. Hello, is this bell on? I'm Bob Robson. And I'm Rob Bobson. And we're coming to you live from New Redgerton, where it is a beautiful Scully Saturday here at the newly renamed Heroes Stadium. That's right, we are still alive, and they've only just finished sweeping up the last bits of statue from its former namesake. Are we allowed to talk about him? We are not, Bob. Great! Well, a beautiful day indeed it is, and I am very excited to see this matchup. What do you think of this 70-ball season so far, Rob? Well, Rob, this has certainly been one for the record books. The sudden return of sunlight has added a whole new challenge, as teams can now lose the scully in the sun if they're not careful. You know, I still accidentally look into the sun sometimes. So beautiful, but it hurts so much. Indeed it does, Bob. And that's a good opportunity to remind our audience, both at home and in the stadium, to keep your eyes on the field and not the sky. And on the field today, we have an unusual mid-season exhibition match between some of the very heroes for whom this stadium is now named. That's right, Bob. Today we have a unique game, a first in the history of the game, I believe, where the victors of the recent struggle are playing against each other for the fate of the island. Truly, matches don't get much more winner-takes-all than this. Indeed they don't, and I can think of no finer basis for determining our government than Scully. A horn sounds. The gates rise. And you file onto the pitch. Across from you, at an identical gate, you see King Akrataki and five Arakokra. You know, Bob, I've said it before and I'll say it again. That's what I love most about this game, the enduring devotion it instills in all of us. I always say that the only thing my parents loved more than each other was Scully. I was third in that ranking. Absolutely. Now, turn your eyes to the sky as the first of our teams enters the stadium. Hailing from the area in the hills just south of us, it's the Aarakocra, led by King Akrataki. I looked at the sun again, it burns. Yes, it does, Rob. We haven't seen what skills the Aarakocra will bring to the field, but with their wings, they are sure to be valuable draft picks in the coming offseason. Ain't nothing in the rules that says you can't fly, at least not yet, Rob. Remember that golden retriever that got fielded two years back? Nobody could catch him, and it didn't feel like it was in the spirit of the game, so the refs put a stop to that. But I've got a different feeling this time around, and I'm very excited to see what taking Scully into the third dimension is going to look like. Playing sweeper for the Aarakocra is King Akrataki himself, who stands to expand his kingship to the entire island if he wins. I didn't vote for him. Neither did I, but at least it will be Scully giving him that crown and not some bint handing out swords. At right guard is Lonnie, a rough-and-tumble player who helped storm the Iron Citadel. And on the left is his wingman from that battle, Ravernick. Actually, Bob, I think Lanny was Ravernick's wingman. Agree to disagree, Rob. Oh, was it a goose? No geese allowed in Scully, Bob. 
And at left and right flank, we have the twins, Sippy and Booty. Which is which there, Bob? No clue, Bob, but it says here they are locally famous in a game called Windball, where Booty goes by the nickname The Rake. Ah, uh, yes, Windball. That is very similar to Scully, except for the number of players, positions, scoring, rules, and general method of play. And starting at center is another famous Windballer, Beaks Mulligan. They look good, Bob. They're practically preening, but can they play Scully? And can they do so against their opponents, who mostly hail from, if you can believe this, the mainland? I cannot believe it, Bob. As you reach the pitch, around you the crowd explodes in cheering, almost roaring. You're not sure what to make of it, but Akrotaki is quite sure. He is bowing, he is raising his arms, He's blowing kisses to the fans in the stands. He is basking in all of the attention. Here's the lineup. Taking center, it's Queen Anka Kosovoy of Hymen. The newly crowned Witch Queen is taking this opportunity to stake her claim to the rule of the Shrouded Isle. And I know I speak for all of us when I say that she has our deepest condolences on the loss of her mother, Queen Roxiel Darkfeather. Indeed, we are all indebted to her for her sacrifice. You know, when I first heard what happened at the tower, I was moved in a way I haven't been since Scully legend Fret Bob left the cheesemongers for the sea barbarians. Covering Anka's right flank today is Mist on the River, a tabaxi, Tabaxi jackass, a cat folk, uh, I think this says from Nunya. What do you make of that, Rob? I think it's none of your business, Bob. Oh. How mature. Moving on. On the left flank is... Rotan Von Bastard from Neverwinter. He's a tough-looking player, perfect for screening his opponents. Backing them up are an intimidating pair of guards, Silway Asiliath of Tyr and Whitney the Gnome from... Gem... Gemhenge? Gemhenge? Beneath the Cetian Desert. You know what they say, Rob. Terrifying things come in small packages. I have never heard that before, Bob. You should see my packages. I'd rather not. Lastly, at Sweeper is Desmond... Um... Nope, it just says Desmond. Did I drop a card? Not sure, Bob. My eyes still hurt from the sun. Well, anyway, there you have it. We are set for this exciting and literally revolutionary exhibition match of Scully. You know, Bob, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love this game just as much as I loved it the day when I was a child. Of course, back then we couldn't afford a Scully ball, so we used an actual skull. That's horrifying, Bob. Our umpire for this afternoon's match, Tad Tuskson, is now taking the field. Now I know what you folks are thinking. Tad is a strange name for an orc, but don't be fooled, it's short for Thaddeus. Okay, let's head down to the field where Tad is loading the cannon and getting ready to launch us into the first half. You see the orc motion you all forward. He takes a scully, and he puts it in a metal canister at the center of the pitch. The canister is ornately worked bronze, almost looking like little figures encircling 
whatever's inside. He gestures you towards your goal, which is to the north, and the Aarakocra to their goal, to the south. He looks to you, Anka. Are you ready? Anka looks at all of her teammates, just makes quick eye contact, and then nods. The orc drops the scully into the canister. There is a flash, and the scully shoots skyward and falls into the arms of a thin, white, feathered Aarakocra right in front of you, Rotan. She immediately takes flight with the scully and flies to your right, her left. Let's roll for initiative, shall we? Hey. Winley uh, rolled a 22 for initiative. <laughs> Winley always rolling high in initiative, exactly what she doesn't want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Mist has 17. 14 for Rotan. 21. Uh, <laughs> I also got a 17 for Anka. Okay, so it's Winley first. Mm-hmm. Desmond having a two just feels very fitting under the circumstances. It's like... like He's not much of a sports guy, Desmond. Yeah, I thought he was jacked. An indoor kid. <laughs> That's the secret weapon once you're down a goal and Desmond rips off his robe. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, like boomy. Boomy. Full boomy. <laughs> okay, so Winley, you are up first. Um, so I have read here that uh, Aarakocra's, uh, like their biggest fear is confinement, being grounded or trapped in something. So... I'm going to dash. Uh, <laughs> Winley, gonna... right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dash about 30 feet right here where I am right in, like, range with him. And I am going to cast... <laughs> I am going to cast a minor illusion of a five-foot, like, scary-looking cage. Like, just... An ominous, creepy-looking cage right in front of this Aarakocra in hopes of him, in hopes of them dropping it is, the skull. It is, you're, you're guessing that that one is female. Okay. Uh, so in hopes that she would drop the scully. It would scare her. And you're putting it around her, or? Yeah. I mean, if, if I can... If I can do that, I'd love to do that. You could. Yeah. You could, you could put so, it around her. So, yeah. I'd like to put it around her. You cast the solution, and this bird is so startled and so surprised by this cage that has appeared around her that she instinctively throws up her hands to try to push her way out and push against the roof and the bars and drops the scully. And that brings us to Silway. Silway's casting bless. Anka, Mist, and Rotan are now under the effects of a bless spell. Hashtag blessed. And then Silway runs over and grabs the scully. Okay, you can do a bonus action to pick up the scully, but you cannot, you can't do anything further. Silway has the scully. You see the shorter, sort of very goth, very emo-looking Aarakocra with the faux hawk move towards you and move towards you with purpose. She launches into the air, spreads her wings, and screams at you. And as she does so, and gets close, you hear her screech, and then she winks at you. Give me a constitution saving throw. She winks at me? 
You got this, Silway. Am I rolling to save from throwing up, or...? No, you're rolling to save from something else. All right, I am terrible at constitution. Uh, 13. My aura only goes out to 10 feet, so I don't think that covers Did I get outside your... Oh, no, it I, does I'm cover I'm 5 you. feet from you. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. Okay, so that, that becomes a 17. Lucky Rotan. So she screams towards you, and then... Silway, you feel as if your vision is beginning to cloud over, and things are beginning to grow dim, and you shake your head and open your eyes, and your vision is clear. She glares daggers at the at the, the bird that just screeched at her. And she's uh, hovering right next to you, looking as if she's going to make a attempt at the scully next turn. Good luck to her. That brings us to Mist. I'm going to go ahead and hex this uh, faux hockey bird. Okay. Um, and is going to have disadvantage on, eth- on uh, strength checks. And I am going to go ahead and trigger my feline agility and book it, swing out to the, as we're looking at it, swing out and around the west side and uh, get outside of everyone. And that brings us to Anka. All right, so she hasn't left the ground quite yet, but she's going to use this opportunity for a little bit of showmanship of her own and also to try and obscure the rest of the Aarakocra's vision from what's happening over there. So what I would like to do is a couple of things here. I would like to cast Fog Cloud, and it's going to be directly on Anka initially, and then she's going to fly to create sort of a fog wall. Um, I'd like to do an Intimidate if I can, just to see if we can one-up it just a little bit. Sure. Who are you going to try to Intimidate? Everybody. Not a lot, just a little. I want to remind them that they're playing with a witch and make it spooky. So that's an 18 for the Intimidate. How long does that last? For, let's see, up to an hour or until wind disperses it. And it's centered on her. Does it follow with her or? Yeah, it would follow with her. And the Intimidate check, the counter check is Charisma? Yes. Yeah. I can do a line here now. Of course, Akutaki fails it. God, the guy rolls so badly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> he rolled a two for initiative. No, he rolled a three, so he beat Desmond, but only just. He beat the old man. Beat the old man. <laughs> the guy with just no legs beats the. <laughs> he has one leg. He has one leg, that's true. All right, and it has been replaced. Akutaki is intimidated. <laughs> the rest of them seem fine, but Akutaki is quaking in his proverbial boots. Uh, and that brings us to Rotan. Cool. One quick word of if you want to take the scully from a teammate, you can do that on your turn. They don't have to hand it to you. So for example, you're standing next to Silway, you can take it from her using a bonus action. Okay. So I could potentially take it from her and then, what, run 60 feet? Yep. Nice. Or, or pass it, or anything okay no let's uh let's get it closer to the goal so i'll uh i'll grab the ball from silway if that's all right silway silway hands the ball over roll uh 20 sided oh we still need to do this basically unless you roll a one you're fine okay not a one you take the scully from silway okay yeah and then i'm gonna forest gump it (laughs) so you are there threatening on the doorstep and in front of you this 
spider is waving its spindly hands at you. Next we have someone feeling the need for speed, Ravermick, who can't do much but fly in your direction. And he leaps off the ground and heads towards you. Ravermick gets close, but he can't get close enough. That leads to one of the other Aarakocra you haven't seen before. Instead of heading towards Rotan, she dives at your feet, Mist, in an attempt to trip you. And we're going to call that a grapple check. Give me an athletics or acrobatics, Mist. Uh, 14? She dives at your feet, and you leap over top of her as she goes underneath your feet and then swoops back upwards. And then one of the other Aarakocra is going straight for Rotan. She can get close, but she can't get close enough. But she's hot on your trail, Rotan. And that brings us to Akrataki, who lets out a very loud scream and beats his wings together, and he begins to grow. (laughs) And you see he is suddenly ten feet tall. And he's going to move to just try to get in front of you, Rotan. He puts himself between you and the goal. And that brings us to Desmond. Uh, yes, uh, good job, everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to assist. Fear not. <laughs> I'm going to move 10, 20, 30. He's going <laughs> to... An old man, just out of breath. Um, and I think 20, 30, 40. The green woman there. I'm going to... Uh, if she could make a wisdom saving throw for me. DC 17. I'm envisioning every action scene that has rinse wind in it. Uh, she makes her wisdom saving throw. Damn. Keep it up. Keep up. <laughs> uh, keep up the good work. Yes. What were you trying to do to her? Hold person. Oh, okay. So you see her start to kind of stiffen and then she shakes it off. And that brings us back to the top of the order in Winley. Winley is going to come down closer to Mist. And on the same uh, ladybird as before, she's going to cast Prestidigitation on her, and there's going to be, like, a continuous amount of, like, blowing puffy air, so it's really hard for her to see. You know when you go to the eye doctor and they do those puffs of air that are horrible, because, like, a balloon Mm -hmm. is, like, encapsulating your eye? It's going to be like that like over and over and over again um so she can kind of like hopefully stumble away from mist and try and like take care of herself okay she seems distracted as she's blinking her eyes it's the worst it seems to be bothering her it seems to be bothering her i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy just a constant eye-blowing machine (laughs) fuck (laughs) all right silway it is your turn okay rotan's got the scully still Yep, Rotan's got this going. So Silway is going to move 30 feet, bonus action dash 30 feet, and then I believe will be in range to shoulder check one of these ones that's chasing Rotan. Sounds good. Give me an athletics check. Silway bounces off the Urakokura and falls on the floor. Oh, wait, what'd you roll? roll the one? Seven. You still beat it. What? I rolled a oh. six. Seriously? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I take it back. Silway shoulder checks the bird in the ground. <laughs> Silway, full of determination, sprints at this bird and knocks it straight into the ground, prone. Because of the collision, you move that you move forward a bit, but it also knocks you to the ground. All right, Silway is a bit dazed on the ground, but has taken out Narokokra, so she's feeling feeling very proud of herself. 
Okay, and that brings us to the emo Aarakocra. Her name's Rake, by the way, so I'll just call her Rake. That's an emo name. Yeah. She's going to sprint at Rotan, and she can get close with her flight. And she's going to make a swipe for the Scully. Though I believe she has disadvantage. She has disadvantage on strength check. Which this would be, so... <laughs> Finally! Wow, with a five and a four. Didn't need the disadvantage. No. But so it she feels swipes good at that it. I got to use it finally. <laughs> this is true. She swipes at it and misses. And that brings us to Mist. Sucks to suck! <laughs> and uh, Mist is just going to book it. Three, four, five. Not quite in shooting range from here, but... I think dashing takes your action anyways, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I don't have the I don't have the scully. So passing is but a bonus action, but shooting is an action. Is that how it breaks down? Yes, correct. Uh, it brings us to Anka. I actually want to get the scully to mist pretty badly, so <laughs> Anka's going to swoop in <laughs> above their heads, go for a, a pass of the scully, and then redirect it this way. So. It's just going to be like a, a little quick hot potato. I'm going to catch it, then I'm going to toss it over here, but I'm going to stand in the way of Akrotaki after that. So is that going to be at athletics? You have to make a just a 20-sided roll to get the, the scully. Mm-hmm. And then it's a 1d20, like a two-hit roll to pass it. All right. 18 after my modifier. Okay, so you grab it. You don't even... It's, as long as it's not a one, you're fine. Okay, yeah, no, it's that one. And so now now you roll to pass. Okay, and that one is... Oh, it's a 16. That's not good, but... Still, it's a completion. So I think that puts her, like, here, having grabbed the scully and tossed it over to Mist. To Mist. All right, so Mist has the scully. Okay, Roton. So Mist has the scully now. And is is trying to freeze someone a bonus action or an action? That's an action. That's an action. All right. Cool. Well, I'll uh, try and freeze the emo one next to me. Okay. Let's do that. So it's just a two-hit roll. Two-hit. With your bonus. It's uh, going to be an 18. That hits her. Sorry! And then, <laughs> and then he'll uh, book it as much as he can towards the uh, towards the goal, which I guess will put him next to Akrotaki. That's fun. This poor... Okay, so you zoomed up past to Akrotaki, and it is Ravermick's turn. So Ravermick gets up next to you, Mist, and he is going to try to freeze you. And he misses. So he reaches down with the gloved hand, and you see the electricity almost spark off the fingertips. And you're able to roll your shoulder out of the way. And he misses. And then... The other Akrotaki is going to fly over and try to take the Scully away from you. And she does with a natural 20. And that brings us to Akrotaki. Akrotaki forgets all about the fact that he's playing a game. And he goes straight at Anka. Oh, boy. I thought they were allies. Oh, boy. <laughs> the operative word being were. We were brokering peace and... <laughs> were. <laughs> turned into basically... Post World War II. Yeah, funny how that happens yeah. again. Yeah, again, funny how and that. Again and again and again. Uh. What is Akrotaki going to do? 
That's the question. Bleed on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invincible. <laughs> Weirdly, Akrataki has a ability called Inspiring Leader. Yeah, really. If only he'd use it. <laughs> Maybe he does use it, but his Curse of Modifier is like negative two. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool character concept. That's fun. He is going to try to shock you, Anka. I think he hits you. Uh, what's your armor class again? Nope, he does. He catches you. He flies up to you. He laughs at you. And he reaches out and grabs your wrist. And you feel the electricity course through your body. And you fall to the ground, frozen. How long am I down for? Uh, you're down for three rounds. <gasps> Damn. Or until somebody touches you. So somebody can actually get you back up on your feet. One of your teammates can unfreeze you. It's like freeze tag. Is that an action or a bonus action? Uh, bonus action to touch. Desmond, is your turn. Yes, all right. Um, I'll, I'll play defense then. Yes. <laughs> can, we just, can we just quickly note that Winley and Desmond are so far away from the, all the action? From everything. <laughs> um, well, that's kind of the way it goes in like soccer, like bumblebee ball. Yeah, it's. <laughs> so he's gonna try again. Uh, he's gonna uh, the blue dude. Um, if he could give me a wisdom saving throw. The blue dude is Lonnie. Ah, I wondered where he was. The blue, the blue bird. Uh, Lonnie rolls an eighteen. Fuck. <laughs> Desmond's Sorry. <just> winded. <laughs> just like running, he's like. Yeah. Yes, good. Good play. Good play. Yes, you're doing very well. Keep it up. Yeah, I'll be back good here. Good play. Good play. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Just swearing. Alright, uh. so Lottie's gonna fly over in front of Desmond as if to guard him. And Desmond, you have this bird flapping around in your face. Just squawking and making weird noises. Do <laughs> uh. still have animal heads all, like, attached yes. to him? Yes. <laughs> I don't, don't like this game. He's he's very intimidating looking. Get away. Get away. And that brings us to Winley. Winley is going to first come one, two, three, uh, 30 feet. Then she's going to cast message on to Lonnie and sing, try and mimic in a really, really high-pitched voice essentially the same sort of sound of Fergie singing the national anthem and like the worst <laughs> high-pitched like, like tone in order to just <laughs> I, mean, I mean like I don't know her so like I bet she's a great person but I don't think I've ever heard anything worse like in my life than that rendition <laughs> so I want like Winley to try and mimic at a really uncomfortable pitch that, like, you know, that pitch that animals, like, start to, like, just, they can't handle it. And, and just, like, as long as I can do it um, to Ugh. distract Lonnie. Two things. I want, Winley, I want you to give me an intimidation check. Okay. And then, Mike, you get one response. <laughs> you want to think? I, uh, 12. Okay. So he... Good. Lonnie doesn't seem too like it's bothering him, but he's it's not overwhelming him. Okay. And Lonnie can send one line back with a message. Yes. 
So, Mike, what is your one line that Lonnie says back to hearing awful singing in his brain? Fuck off, no. Okay, Silway. Silway's still knocked on the ground. Yes. Uh, so while while propping herself up on an elbow, she's going to cast Sleep right in the center of the uh, the three Aarakocra down here in the scrum at fourth level. Oof, how many hit points is that? 11d8 worth of hit points. Roll me 11d8, I don't think it'll be enough. That's a terrible roll. Oh my god. You hit the skull holder, and she falls asleep. Oh my god. And falls back to the ground, and the scully rolls from her grasp, and is now lying there on the ground right next to her. Then Silway, that was her action. She's going to stand up, move. So Silway has the scully with the bonus action. Rotan can take it and run. What happened to Rake? Rake was... She's going to fly down towards you, Silway. She's going to try to grab the scully. Bring it, but bird. Thanks to, thanks to disadvantage, cannot get it. And that brings us to mist. Silway sticks her tongue out at her. <laughs> Anka is stunned. This'll be fun. Uh, I need to be where Anka is, but... I'd love to move for you, but... Yeah, no. There's one other place I can go to accomplish the same task, but it will cause problems for my party, which I don't like. Fireball. Yeah, Fireball. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Um, purple, is, purple is fine, right? Purple is no, nothing's messed with them? Yeah, purple is Ravermick. Ravermick's fine. Okay. I mean, he's Morning Goose, but otherwise he's fine. Yeah. Given value, <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> Mist is going to step a little bit closer so that all three of these birds are within 10 feet of him, even though one of them is a little bit dozy. And his fur is going to start changing color. It is going to become jet black. His eyes are going to roll back in his head and uh, just becomes stark white and almost seem to glow as his fangs become too long and his, his now black fur rises at his shoulders and at the back of his neck and on the top of his head and the white star of Cat Sith appears on his chest and all these, I mean really everyone within 10 feet of me, but with Anka being stunned, I'm not sure how this affects her. No, nope, would same, not affect her. Same for the and same for the yellow bird. Regardless, the rest of them need to make a make a DC 17 saving throw, please. This is going to come as a surprise, I know, but Akritaki failed. <laughs> this is going to be the motto with his monarchy. I'm going. I'm going to recommend a game that I am absolutely trash at. <laughs> That, that's a character, though, for his ego, I think. Yeah, character trait. Yeah, no, it is. It is. He's a lot of bravado and very little. The creatures that fail their saving throws are are all charmed or frightened by me until my next turn. I'm obviously going with frightened. So they are all compelled to, at the very least, move no closer to me. I think you could, like, nudge my body with your foot while you're at it. <laughs> Anka would love to play the game. Since I only move 10 feet over, can I can I tag her with a bonus yeah, action? Or... Absolutely. So this horror show of a Tabashi reaches down and grabs Anka's shoulder. <laughs> Both Rake and Akrataki seem terrified of you, Mist. Uh, let's see Ravermick, because Ravermick would save too. Ravermick as well is also scared. He's scared of nothing. <laughs> All right. 
Excellent play. We haven't seen that in like two seasons. I know. <laughs> and just in time, that brings us to Anka. Uh, Akutaki, is he flying? Or is... Yeah, he's still in the air. He's still in the or air, but you, the look on his face is just absolute terror. <sighs> I'm not going to do the spike thing, even though I really want to, and I'm going to focus on trying to win the game. Spite, uh, spite, spite. Spite, spite, spite. <laughs> I know, but well, part of me is like, do tidal wave, except make it a geyser that goes directly up his ass and throws him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but we've, we've got to focus on the on this. Bigger picture. Uh, okay. Anka's going to get up. And, yeah, I want to see if I can fly just, like, over their heads. They would put me, like, here. You could take this goal from Silway on your way by. I would still be held here, but... You could take a shot from there. I mean, that's your... And you're blessed. 30 so. feet away at that point. Uh, yeah, right. We might as well. Give me first the roll to see if you can successfully grab the scully. Uh, that'd be a 21. You grab it. Now for your shot on goal. And you're just out of range of Rotan's bless, I believe. Is it 25, though? 25. It doesn't even matter. Oh, jeez. So Anka <laughs> swoops overhead, grabs the scully. And then why don't you describe what the shot on goal looks like? This is just a blistering shot on goal. This is There's no finesse to it. This is my apparent idiot enemy got the drop on me, and I am furious about it. So as she hurls it, even the spider is like, oh, fuck, no, and kind of like scuttles a little bit aside (laughs) as it drops into the net behind it. As it drops into the net, an extremely loud horn sounds, almost shaking the stadium. And then... The crowd explodes in cheering. The score is now 1-0, and what a game it has been, Bob. What have we seen so far? The competition has really ratcheted up this afternoon, Rob. The witches jumped out to an early lead, but the Aarakocra have fought beak and claw to keep them from making any more progress. Yes, Rob, the witches may be new to Scully, but they are playing with the passion of a veteran team. It reminds me of one of the first matches I ever called. Two very young teams, babies really, I mean literally babies, crawling around down there, barely any motor skills to speak of, but what heart they show. Right, Bob. But we can't forget the competitive spirit of King Akrataki, who some might say got a little personal going after Queen Anka. You know, that's just bad form. You don't zap someone who doesn't have the scully. It's an unwritten rule, and those are even more important than the ones that were important enough to write down. Well, in an exhibition match with rookie players, you expect to see some unconventional play. Yes, take that chap Rotan running around in full plate mail and looking good doing it. Indeed he is, Bob. Here's Tad Tuxin to start the second half. The scully is set, and it's up! It shoots out of the center. <laughs> Desmond, this is your moment. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Your big I'm... moment. What happened? What... It lands on the ground. Right there. Just about 30 feet away from Desmond. Oh my god. <laughs> is it my turn? Uh, not yet. Okay. It is Rotan's turn. Okay, on his turn, I think Rotan's just going to book it for the scully. So Rotan runs across the field towards the scully lying on the ground. Ravermick also does the same. 
with a wary look over his shoulder. Akrotaki also makes a beeline for the Scully. Desmond, it is now your turn. Desmond sees this happen, sees the ball land, sees all these people running towards him, and is just like, oh, fuck! <laughs> just like, and just like, <laughs> this guy's screaming in front of him, and he just, like, fakes him out and runs this way. 10, 20, 30, to grab this thing. And then, we'll just, like, look. Roton! Okay, give me a 1d20 roll. Uh, 14. That is a completion. Okay. So he throws the scully to Roton. Roton, you have the scully. Excellent. And that brings us to Lonnie. There's a lot of Lonnie around. Lonnie is pissed. <laughs> he rages. Rage, rage, fucking rage. And he is going to try to rip the scully from you, Roton. Okay. I'm not going to allow that. Okay. You need to beat a 14. Oh, you want me to roll? I want uh, you to roll. That's a 17 on the die. So, so you are wrestling with this bird for the skull. And you yank it away from him. Kind of clipping him in the beak as you do so. And that just seems to make him even more angry. No, no, I've got it. And that brings us to Winley. Might seem lame, but I'm going to run the 60 feet to try and just get closer to everyone. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Silway. Time for a feat of athletic prowess from Silway. She's going to be able to move, request the Scully from Rotom. Oh, Silway. <laughs> and I need to roll for that, I guess. Uh, Silway needs to roll. Oh, that's right. Silway There's a make sure to fumble it roll. Yep. Make sure you don't fumble it roll. I did not fumble it. Silway has the scully. Yeah. You are out of actions at this point. The skull is closer to the end of the field. Rake is going to go charging for you, Silway. Bring it, bird. Give me a dexterity saving throw as Rake pulls up about 10 feet away from you and shoots webs out of her hand. 23 on the dex saving throw. You dive roll out of the way, dodging Rake's attempt at immobilization. And that brings us to Mist, I think. I'm going to move to kind of back up Anka. And I think just positioning matters. So I'm just going to leave it with uh, positioning. Anka, you are next. All right. I'm going to cast Confusion just to the left of it. That's Rake, right? On Silway? On Silway, yes. So it, the radius is 10 feet, so it should catch Rake, but not Silway. Okay. The save is a 17 on your wisdom. Rake fails her saving throw. All right, then it's going to be a d10 to determine the behavior on it. Seven. All right. Oh, shit. Creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a random determined creature, but if it attacks you, then it's out. Yay. Look at that. It's going to attack Silway. <sighs> Why? What did I do? Because you're standing right next to her. <laughs> She just reaches out with her talons and is going to claw at you, Silway. <gasps> That's against the rules. It is against the rules. Well done. Hmm. She I get to play against a the rules. 7 plus 3 is 10. That is lower than my AC. And as she does this, a loud shrill whistle sounds, and you see Rake frozen in place. Uh, <laughs> Rotan, go ahead. Rotan will uh, run up to Akrotaki and say, Hello! And I want to try and uh, tap him with my glove. Okay. Roll to see if you hit. Uh, that is an 18. Yep, that hits him. All right. 
Nice. So he freezes with an expression of abject terror on his face. And then he plummets and plops down on the ground because he was about five feet off the ground. I don't think anybody can do anything. They're rushing to get closer, but it's going to come back around to you, you Silway. Uh, does that mean it's my turn? Or... It is your turn, yeah. My inclination is to just dash straight at the, at the stupid spider and dive into the goal. Well, you can't dive. You have to throw. But I want to dive. <laughs> you can try, but I don't think the spider's going to let you. I think they don't care if it lets me. <laughs> and she is right there on the edge and is just going to, like, try to toss it in the corner, like, under the spider's legs. I thought that was an action, not It bonus. is an action. You can't. Can... You could pass it this turn, but you can't shoot it. Because you dash. I dash as a bonus action with my rogue's cunning action. Oh, oh right. Okay. Right, right, right. All right. I've so. been waiting for the chance to run 90 feet on this pitch, and it hasn't come up yet. <laughs> we have, well, we have such go. a rare opportunity to do so. Silway is going to shoot. 12 plus 3 is 15. That will Silway not do it. embarrassed herself. <laughs> no, Silway did the most Silway thing possible, and instead of passing to her two open teammates, tried to take it herself. It's the chance to score. It's a very silly move right there. Yep. <laughs> okay, then that's that's all I can do. You shoot. The spider deflects it, and it bounces out just to the left of the goal, just to the right of Mist, just to the right of Anka. And it's Rake's turn, but Rake is confused, and <laughs> Rake's in trouble. Now it's Mist. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go pick that thing up. I mean, do I have to roll to pick it up off the ground, or no, is it just it, you can pick it up. Picking it up, yeah. is... And uh, and it, and in you go, buddy. Okay. Eighteen. You scramble forward. You pick up the scully, and you wing it at the goal. The spider, distracted by Silway, leaps across the width of the net, but it's just past its outstretched fingertips, and it hits the back of the net. And as it does so. The horn sounds. And then a second horn sounds. The crowd erupts in raucous cheering. The match is over. You have won. What a nail biter. With just a few seconds left on the clock, Silway was showing her speed, and it looked like she might score. But the spider denied her. Yet her teammate was there to help her out. And that's what you like to see. Good teamwork. Because here it turned into the winning score for the witches. Well, there you have it, folks. An exciting game of Scully and the establishment of a new government. All in one afternoon. All hail to Queen Anka. Why, I haven't seen such a game with world-shaping implications since the Salamanders played the Displacer Beast for control of our minds. But you know, Rob, even as we now look forward to Queen Anka's official coronation, I can't help but feel like we still have some things unresolved. What do you mean, Bob? Well, I just find myself wondering, where are these heroes off to next? What future awaits the formerly shrouded isle under the guidance of Queen Anka? Is this how all future leadership will be determined? Will the sun ever stop hurting my eyes? Good question. Perhaps we'll find out the answer this season. Oh, season four of Multiclass Theater.
that horn means it's time for the halftime show where we'll be hearing <laughs> Fergie sing. New Edgerton, New Edgerton. Weep for you, New Edgerton. Oh, God. In my head canon, part of Agnes' entourage is Angelica. And she's dressed in black like everyone else, but she's got a little tiny top hat on her shoulder that's just pinned there in mourning. Oh. <laughs> Pika, no. Pika. <laughs> R.I. Pika. I think I broke Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Here is halftime break. Halftime show, halftime show. Our players have defeated the Aracocra, but can they defeat the Nazi menace? Well, in an this is the training training montage part of the this movie. This is the training montage. <laughs> we have two hours to become pros. Cue Eye of the Tiger. Oh my, I li- Desmond's I doing push-ups. just about to say that. <laughs> this is our musical cue. Just Get it about prepped, to Adam. say that. Oh my gosh, can we? I don't dun, think we can, though. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, you dun, can do dun, dun. almost Eye of the Tiger. It's true. Mm-hmm. Eye of the Tabashi. Eye of the Tabashi. <laughs> See, I had uh, I had the old Karate Kid in my head. Best around, and that's about. Oh, it's just it's just a five four measure no periodically, best. so they can the fit best. into Bashi. <laughs> <laughs> can I just comment on the fact that um, the further I zoom out on this map, the more ripped mist looks. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that robe is so similar. In shade to uh, to his fur. Yeah, it looks like he's just shredded, but wearing like a necktie, a scarf, and a hat. <laughs> no, a necktie, <laughs> no shirt, and and yeah, yeah, and a hat. He's magic yeah. miking it. <laughs> he's just magic staring mic. at himself in the mirror. I'd fuck me, like. <laughs> just... Wow. Okay, that went somewhere. <laughs> um, I wasn't dress- I wasn't describing my character as half naked. That was all y'all. So. <laughs> 